Topic 20, Second Paper of 20th Century Negro Literature. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. 20th Century Negro Literature. Topic 20, Second Paper. By Reverend L. B. Ellerson. Reverend L. B. Ellerson, A.M., was born at Chirraw, South Carolina, in 1869. Mr. Ellerson's father, having died when the son was but an infant, Mr. Ellerson was left to be reared under the fostering care of his mother alone. He spent his youthful days in the public schools of his native town until he was 16 years old. At that time, he was happily converted to Christ and received the impressions that he was called to the gospel ministry. At the same time, he united with the Presbyterian Church in 1886. Mr. Ellison entered Bible University at Charlotte, North Carolina, to pursue such a course as would prepare him for the ministry. He remained at Biddle University until 1893, when he graduated from the classical course with honor, taking the philosophical oration. In 92, Mr. Ellison was the successful contestant for the medal given by the alumni to the junior class. During his course at Biddle, Mr. Ellison spent his summer vacations teaching in the district schools of North and South Carolina. In June 1893, Mr. Ellison was employed to do missionary work near Asheville, North Carolina. He continued in this work until September 1893, at which time he entered the Theological Seminary of the Presbyterian Church at Princeton, New Jersey, for the purpose of completing his course for the ministry. During the first two years of his course of theology at Princeton, he continued to come south in summer and engage in teaching during vacations. He graduated from Princeton Theological Seminary in 1896. He and two others being the only colored students in the class of 69 young men. Besides keeping up the studies of the last year, Mr. Ellerson supplied the pulpit of Dwight's Chapel at Inglewood, New Jersey. Here he remained until September 1896, when he came to South Carolina and was ordained to the full work of the gospel ministry by the Fairfield Presbytery, the same presbytery having licensed him the preceding year. During Reverend Ellerson's course at Princeton, he was at one time engaged to supply the pulpit of Salome Presbyterian Church at Elizabeth, New Jersey. At another time, he was employed to assist the Reverend H.G. Miller, pastor of the Mount Tabor Presbyterian Church in New York City during the illness of the pastor. Upon his ordination by Fairfield Presbytery in 1896, Reverend Ellerson was placed in charge of the church and schoolwork at Manning, South Carolina. Here he worked very successfully, preaching and teaching, until November 1898, when he was called to the pastorate of Berean Presbyterian Church at Beaufort, South Carolina. At the same time, he was made principal of Harborson Institute, Reverend Ellerson labored with a marked degree of success on the Beaufort field from November 1898 to April 1901, when he was urged to accept a call from the Laurel Street Presbyterian Church at Jacksonville, Florida, where he is at present prosecuting the work of his church with success. For a young man of his age, Reverend Ellerson evidently stands high in the estimation of his fellow presbyters. This is evinced by the fact that he has already filled some of the highest offices in the gift of his brethren. 
in eighteen ninety eight he was unanimously chosen moderator of fairfield presbytery at camden south carolina in eighteen ninety nine he was made the choice of atlantic synod for moderator at columbia south carolina and in nineteen hundred he was unanimously elected to represent the presbytery of atlantic in the general assembly which met in st louis missouri he has filled each of these offices with credit and ability the degree of a m was conferred upon him by biddle university his alma mater in nineteen hundred if it is true that man is naturally a religious being then it is pre-eminently true in the case of the negro if the negro is anything at all he is religious it matters not in what walk of life you find him or what may be his personal or individual character it is a very rare case indeed when you find a negro who indulges in doubt as to the existence of a supreme being or the existence of a future state of rewards and punishments with him these are fixed points of belief but as much as may be justly said regarding the negro's natural piety it must be observed and admitted by all who know the negro best that his religion is very much defective in its practical application to the principles of right conduct and living and this we perceive is the main point at issue for when we discuss the negro as a christian we must of necessity feel called upon to distinguish between his native piety and his applied christianity we wish it understood too that the general observations made here refer to the masses of negroes rather than to the individual we unhesitatingly affirm that individuals of our race have risen to as true and as high a christian status as has mankind anywhere and although we know and confess that the masses of our race have not yet come up to the genuine standard of the new testament christianity even in apprehension yet it must be observed that their religion contains many features that are highly commendable chief among these features are first his simple childlike unwavering faith in god nor can this condition be wholly attributed to ignorance or thoughtlessness as some might hold for indeed we have produced some men of as rare ability as move among the human throng yet it is almost as difficult to find an atheist an agnostic or an infidel of any sort among us as it is to find a needle in a haystack the negro believes in the god of the bible second because the negro is naturally emotional he is usually earnest and fervent in the exercise of his religious worship as far as that goes he likes the strong passionate appeal for which the time being at least tickles him into laughter or moves him to tears and sweeps him off his feet in its flight the earnestness and fervency are all right but too often these run to the extreme and so constitute by far too large a portion of his christianity third again the negro's religion is characterized by benevolence i believe that history has no record of a people who out of their want and poverty had given so much to benevolent causes as have the negroes in this country is it not wonderful to reckon the millions of dollars that have been given by us for erecting and maintaining church edifices schools and other benevolent institutions since emancipation it is perfectly safe to affirm that no people have exceeded us along this line but with all of these good things that can be justly said to the credit of our religion the fair-minded must still admit 
that when we come to the daily application of the principles and practices of bible christianity we are lacking if this be true there is a cause what is it we believe that the cause was stated in part when we referred to the natural emotional element in our makeup that element too often causes us to run off with the sentiment having left the substance behind another cause and perhaps the main one is to be found doubtless in the same way in which we find the causes of defects in our race along other lines that is from defective leadership and instruction along this particular line we would be understood the crying need of our race today is and has been a competent ministry to lead and instruct the masses in the application of the principles of right life and conduct from the standpoint of bible christianity today the church especially in our race is the center of both our social and christian life like priests like people all honor to the pioneers who did their best in their circumstances and who served well their day and generation but this is another age this is a brighter day one that demands improvement along all lines and especially in the pulpit of my race the pew is advancing hence the pulpit had better push on the key to the situation then is nothing more nor less than a more consecrated and intelligent christian ministry for our race throughout the length and breadth of this land and we are hopeful for the signs of the times portend the coming of better things already bright streaks of gray high up upon the eastern horizon herald the dawn of a new and brighter day every branch of the christian church in our race is putting forth strenuous efforts to supply the pulpits of the race with competent ministers let this glorious day be hastened and soon ethiopia will stretch out her hands to god end of topic twenty second paper